Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. homies welcome to a special episode of netflix and swill uh, i am dan and i'm here with patrick uh one of the cre- the creators of the star draft uh, you'll remember from last year uh if you've been around that long uh we did uh, a little spot with uh, the star draft where you opened up a listener league uh and did some stuff with that so patrick thank you for joining me absolutely thanks dan i really appreciate you having me here and excited to talk about um star draft yeah absolutely um so like I said, last year we did uh, something with Star Draft. So, like, what was kind of the genesis behind the Star Draft? How did you and Brian meet? That kind of stuff. Yeah, so I can I can provide just kind of a little bit of a background to what the Star Draft is as well, if you don't mind. Um, sure. So basically, basically, like, kind of the the, the short pitch is it's um, fantasy sports, but for award shows. So, uh, folks who are familiar with maybe fantasy football or fantasy baseball, or maybe you're not familiar with that. Um, basically we wanted to create something that was a fantasy league, but for those who really liked movies and TV and music. Um, so that's what the star draft is. So it kind of started back, I think about 2014. Um, but really it was just a couple of friends and I, uh, all sitting around and said, like, we all do these kind of like fantasy sports, but we don't really do anything for the films and, and, and TV that we watch. Um, mm-hmm. So we created a what was a really detailed spreadsheet at the time of just tons of different celebrities that you could draft and all these different things. Um, we ended up doing that kind of just informally for a few years before, uh, I think now three years ago, uh, we did our first, you know, online version where it was accessible to the public. Um, we've been kind of growing it since then. It's still kind of a, a small team of us who run it. There's, there's uh, four of us who kind of make this happen on a regular basis, but it's, it's really just more of a passion project. We're not we're not out here making millions or anything like that. Sure. Uh, but we really enjoy it because it provides an opportunity for folks to get engaged and, and follow some of the celebrities and movies and TV shows and musicians that they really like on a regular basis. All right, cool. Well, um, like I said, well, last year was kind of like my first exposure. You said you've been basically doing this for quite a while now. Um, what has like what was the big thing that you learned going into uh, year two or well, year two to the public really to me, but like, so sure. year three for you guys. I, I think that the, the, one of the big things that you, you learn every year is that there's never anything that you can predict. Um, as, as much prediction as we try to do around certain films or certain award shows, you're always going to have some trouble exactly figuring out what that's going to be. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, anybody, probably would have a lot of people were putting a lot of money on Chadwick Boseman last year to win at the Oscars. And everybody saw right. there was the set it up for this big moment at the end of the award show. And certainly what ended up happening uh, was that uh, Anthony Hopkins instead won the award. Um, so, you know, I think one of the things to keep in mind always is that there's very little known still about the folks who vote and decide the decide who's uh, going to win awards. Um, so that kind of adds to the the fun of it as well. You know, with fantasy sports, you kind of never know who's going to have a 
over the top performance that week with our league. You never know what crazy voter is going to decide is like, actually, this is the year that Hopkins deserves the award. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's one thing, you know, obviously too, it's, it's a changing landscape, especially now we're seeing that the Golden Globes have really taken a back seat this year. Um, they've had a whole host of issues due to um, concerns around equity and the diversity of their organization. And, and they're not even being telecast this year. So we've kind of had to restructure the way in which we're, we're actually awarding points this year, because that's just not going to be a award show that we're using because kind of our, our standard is it at least has to be on TV for us to kind of award points for that. Right. Okay. So like you're, you're mentioning the golden globes, like, is there anything that has like taken over for it instead? Like, and, and also how do you weight everything? Uh, base like how do you determine how you're going to weight stuff like obviously the oscars is like the big night for stuff like uh movies but like is there are there is there like a formula you guys have for how you decide to weight the other stuff for sure yeah so um what's what's a kind of a uh, i guess unofficially taking over is the independent spirit awards in the place of the golden globes now that's not an exact one for one swap um Mm -hmm. just because that's not quite as much of a well-known uh, award show and, and 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 to be honest there's just not the same number of categories in it as there are in the golden globes one of the things that's really convenient for us is the golden globes cut tackles pretty much every category you would want an award show it's got tv and film and um it also has a number of uh, the miniseries um so it gets a lot of things that for example sag doesn't capture the oscars doesn't capture you know, mm-hmm. I think what we're end up doing this year is actually elevating the SAG awards in terms of what's going to be worth more this year, as well as the Critics' Choice Awards. So those end up getting weighted a little bit heavier. As I mentioned, the Oscars are weighted probably the most heavy, along with mm-hmm. then the Grammy Awards, um, because that's the only award show for music. So that one gets weighted a little heavier because there's only one of them. Um, but yeah, so we, we kind of weight them differently based on kind of what are, are, are obviously the marquee events. And we know historically those two have kind of been the Grammys and the Oscars and then Golden Globes sitting in that second tier. Without them this year, we'll just kind of move up the uh, the Critics' Choice and SAG Awards. And I think, I think it, we're not going to miss too much of a beat, and especially with the added Independent Spirit Awards, which actually adds in a whole other set of awards and that you know folks might not be normally nominated for. You know, A lot of those things are, are first films or... Uh, breakthrough performances. Um, so it's going to be nice to kind of award some of those breakthrough performances that might not see the recognition in some of the major awards. Shows. Sure. Um, so you, I mean, you mentioned, of course, that like the Grammys, their big thing is like, or like music is the big, the big thing is the Grammys and not much else. Like, is there, has there been any consideration to like any other kind of awards for uh, music specifically? Because it feels like, especially last year, it was like, all right, the Grammys are done. Goodbye, all <laughs> singers who are in my roster. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those who, who haven't played in the past, I should have explained this earlier. Each roster, you, you draft effectively um, two folks. You, you want to have at least two musicians, two folks from TV, and, and two folks from uh, movies on your roster at all times. Um, mm-hmm. But what you're describing, Dan, is that once the Grammys end, it's like, well, I'm just going to get rid of all the music people. So I, I think that, yes, by and large, the Grammys is the big, big uh, component, but there is still um, best original song that takes place and that's awarded at uh, the Oscars and the Critics' Choice Awards, I believe. Um, so there is still that space where you can collect some musician points, 
But you're right, it's just not going to be the same level. So that's why we try to weight the Grammys in a big enough way early on um, so that hopefully, you know, for example, it seems like Olivia Rodrigo is going to be the breakout person this year. Um, So snatch her up up if you can, uh, because you're going to want to get those points for that major award show once it does happen. Sure. All right. Uh, so the other thing that I have, I have a question about really is the rankings, because like, you know, you go to the and you have your uh-huh. current celebrity rankings. And I'm looking at the top five right now. We have Olivia Rodrigo. We have Lady Gaga, Cody Smith, McPhee, Jason Sudeikis and Benedict Cumberbatch. How is how do you guys arrive at those rankings? Not like these guys, not these people specifically, sure. but like just in general. Yeah, in general. So um, what we do have is, you know, I, I talked about one massive spreadsheet. We have we have a few massive spreadsheets that we look at mm-hmm. across music and TV and film. And what we're doing is we're kind of trying our best to see as much uh, of the film and TV out there, listen to as much music as possible, reading the trades, what are people saying is these are going to be the award contenders, and then also considering the categories that folks might be nominated for. Um, so really simply, there's four points for an individual category win. So if you win as best supporting actor, you get four points. If your ensemble wins, so if you win for best on, you know, best uh, picture, uh, you get three points. An individual nomination is two points, and an individual or an ensemble nomination is one point. So they're all categorized four through one. It's very simple for all of the award shows. It's, it kind of breaks down that way. Individual wins are four, um, and then kind of goes down from there. So. In terms of like what we're looking for when we're trying to do it, we assign probabilities to whether or not a celebrity is likely to win the category that they're nominated for. So for in the instance of Lady Gaga, she's like an easy example because she has both a uh, film that she's in, The House of Gucci, and she has a new Mm -hmm. album out there with Tony Bennett. And we basically rate the probability, how likely is she going to win um, or be nominated for, you know, uh, best actress in uh, House of Gucci. How likely is she going to be in the House of Gucci if it was to win a film, Best Picture? And then how likely is her her music to win awards at the Grammys? Um, so we assign probabilities to that that have kind of calculations based on the points that are awarded each year. Um, but we try to keep it simple for the folks who play. Like if you're never familiar with like uh, playing with fantasy sports before, you don't really need to know any of the background of how we arrive at different rankings. And if, if you completely disagree with our rankings, you don't have to follow them. We really just provide them as a guideline. Like if you haven't been paying attention to all the trades and everything this year, we give you this as a sense of like, these are people who we think might do well. You might think differently. And we, we certainly encourage folks to, to pick the team that they think is best aligned with who they think is going to win. So along those lines, uh, have you guys implemented anything that would allow someone to make like a custom ranking set? So like taking your rankings and then like, you know, adjusting it however, however they want to, you know, like, let's say, for instance, I don't know, let's take like the le- the last ranked person on your list, like Jillian Anderson. Like if we sure. put Jillian Anderson, we threw her like and I want to put her number one. Uh, is there that tool set yet? Yeah, so it's a good question. Where if you like want to create a pre-draft ranking list or something mm-hmm. to that nature, we haven't come up with something like that. You know, admittedly, we, as I mentioned earlier, we're kind of a skeleton crew of folks who work on this. Right. So uh, when we're when we're trying to kind of make customizations, we do a few each year. 
um, that we try to kind of make it a little bit easier for folks. But that's just not something we've been able to get to. But I think we do have a running list of things that we want to tackle. Um, and that sounds like something that is is. I say this is seemingly reasonable and then I'm going to talk to my programmer and he's going to be like, this is what's going to keep me up at night. (laughs) Um, But um, I'm sure it's something that, that we would like to consider as a feature for folks going forward. Okay. So uh, stuff started, uh, drafts are coming up on the, uh, I'm sorry, ports are starting to get awarded on the 23rd. So uh, that's when everyone needs to start getting into their leagues. Uh, What's kind of like your marketing campaign around this time because i know last year it was a bunch of ads with podcasts uh is it a similar approach or are you just like is it more like this kind of appearance where it's like hey we're coming on we're, we're here to promote our stuff yeah i think it's a little bit of both and and uh yes the grammy nominations are are november 23rd so if you do want to create a league you can create a, um, a public league where you could just join in with a whole bunch of people that you don't know um, or you can um, find a group of friends who you like um, and, and, or you don't like, I guess, and invite <laughs> them to join your league um, and play, play together. So you, you can make some new friends or you can have some friends already and create your league. Um, so you ideally want to start before the 23rd, but the reality is you can join at any time. Um, the, the game still functions if you join on December 6th or if you join on the 13th of December. Anytime that you want to jump in and play, because all of your team is starting at the same time. Um, you just draft a team knowing maybe a little bit more than you would know earlier on. Um, sure. But in terms of kind of our, our marketing, you know, as I mentioned, it's, it's going to include some, some appearances doing a few of these types of podcast appearances. It's going to involve some ads on podcasts as well. And then also it's just largely word of mouth. Like, you know, as I mentioned, we grew from, you know, this, you know, small seven or, uh, so folks who play it and then now a couple hundred or so who are, who are involved in this every year. Um, mm. So it's, it's still not a massive operation, but it's kind of grown largely through word of mouth of just people who had a good time. They did the draft and they're like, this was a lot of fun. And then the next year they invite their folk, their friends to play. And, you know, I think the, the, the best part about it, if anything, is it results in more people watching new movies um, and that, you know, it gives somebody something for you to do. Like you, maybe you drafted, Benedict Cumberbatch, and you're like, I didn't really want to go see anything this year, but you're like, oh, is he, isn't he in The Power of the Dog or something? I'll go watch that. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. I can check that out. So it gives people a, a reason to kind of get out there and some, consume some new entertainment. All right, cool. Um, is, uh, so I, that's pretty much everything uh, I have for myself. Uh, is there anything else you, you wanted to say regarding like your process or you know any, anything else you, you want the people to know about the Star Draft? You know, I, I think that well, first of all, I, I really appreciate you for having having me on to share a little bit about it. I think just by and large, it, the 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 parting words is it, it's kind of an easy thing to figure out. At least that's what we've kind of designed it for. And, and whether or not you're super familiar with fantasy sports or not, um, we designed it to kind of be very simple. And it's it's not like a situation where you know you you get roped into your office fantasy football league, and then you've got to look up obscure tight ends from the San Francisco 49ers. It's not like that. You know, most people have heard of Denzel Washington or Lady Gaga. Like you can, Mm -hmm. even if you don't know what movies they're in, you're certainly familiar with who those people are. Um, So even if you just want to pick your favorites and you don't really care what they're in, you can certainly create a team of all your favorite uh, performers across uh, music, TV and movies. Um, So I think it's a really good time 
I would encourage folks, if you're interested in playing, please do. And if you have feedback, like, you know, Dan, I appreciate the feedback you gave us just now on the podcast, but like we're open. Our email is listed on the website and we're a small enough organization where we can make those changes if, if, if uh, we're able to. So just keep that in mind. If, if folks have anything or they'd like to join and you have questions about even how it works, you can always reach out to us. Patrick, thank you so much for, for joining me. Uh, the stardraft.com. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes to this episode for the Netflix and Swill League. Uh, we're doing that again. Uh, it is open right now. It is a public league, so you're more than welcome to join up if you're listening. Uh, it's first come, first serve. It, we're doing one league. That's it. No more. You get one. So, Better get uh, quick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, again, Patrick, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, please join up at thestardraft.com. And hell, even if you don't get into a Netflix and Swole League, there's plenty of more leagues you can get into from other great podcasts uh, and other great film lovers too. So uh, thank you. And until next Tuesday, we'll see you next Tuesday. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.